Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and I am super excited today to be talking with Tara Lee Cobble. She and I are going to be talking about our verse for this month, for the month of December. It's the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. It's from John 1, 14. It's actually just the A part of the verse. So it's like the little bitty verse, and then there's more there about him displaying God's glory, and maybe we'll get into that. But first off, I just want our listeners to get to know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and I live in Dallas, Texas, and I am a Bible teacher, and I do that through a lot of different means. I have a weekly Bible study group that I lead that meets in homes and churches around the world, and there are about 300 groups around the world, and we study the Bible together every week for two hours. And then I have a daily podcast called The Bible Recap, where we read through the Bible in a year. So in mm -hmm. Bible study, Bible reading, uh, we turned that podcast into a book. And uh, then I also have a daily radio show called The God Shot, where we read through scripture a verse at a time, and I unpack it. And um, I lead trips to Israel, where we go study the Bible on site, where it happened. So I just love to get people in the Word. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to be talking to you today, because you love that too. Yes, we yeah. do. We do. <laughs> okay, so I have this question for you, because it, like, I feel like you are the... Um the 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 you're go you're if if we're on a journey together like you are just trekking through the forest and you're like taking it all in and you're seeing like wide swaths of everything that's going on and mm -hmm. i feel like dwell is like we're just going to sit down here for a second and we're <laughs> going to look at every tiny vein on the individual mm -hmm. leaf <laughs> yes. right uh like yeah. it's just a completely different way of looking at scripture and yet mm -hmm. still looking at the same thing. I think, mm -hmm. I think we are like the microscopic version and you are more of the telescopic version, mm -hmm. um, which I absolutely love. So when you think about what we're doing and you're, you know, do you look at a ministry like dwell and you're like, seriously, one verse a month, ladies, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, I, you know, I really like uh, the microscope telescope comparison and we've tried to over the over the broad swath of the ministries and, and studies and things that I work with, we try to incorporate your type of method as well. So one of the mm. things that we do in D group, we memorize large chunks of scripture. So we've memorized the book of James and things like that. And we, mem we memorize a verse a week. So yeah. at a slower pace. And one of the things that we have them do that we, we want to reveal exactly how much they're memorizing in that broader context. And so, um, the meatiness of it. We want them to dive into that. So we'll give them a challenge to say, hey, take one verse and we want you to pull 20 truths from this verse. Find 20 truths that are, you know, like, and so it really forces them to to dig in deep and to just sit in and um, hunker down and look at the, the veins of that leaf, like you said, and just really um, to dwell in that passage. So yeah, I, I do not, I do not look uh, down on that at all. I love it, and, and we do it. So uh, that's really cool. Now, tell me for your D groups because you you keep talking about this group of people around the world. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming this is like an online 
study? Uh, some are online, some are in churches, and some are in homes where it's you know multi churches. It's not connected to a church, gotcha. um, and so people from different churches. But we do, uh, you know, anybody eighteen to eighty year olds are all in the same group. It is not siloed off by age or marital status or anything like that. But we have men's groups and we have women's groups. And um, we just have a have a. We usually will study either a book of the Bible or a theme from Scripture. Okay. So, and you're all studying the same thing at the same time, mm-hmm. just not necessarily yeah. in the same room. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That is so cool. And how long have D groups been around? I know this is like your passion. Yeah, I started D group in 2009, and okay. it was just me and nine college girls in a living room, and never thought it would be anything more than us. Never had any yeah. idea we would be on every populated continent. And so I'm uh, very excited about that. But it just, the Lord just kept growing it. And it turns out lots of people wanted to study the Bible. So we call it the CrossFit of Bible studies because it's, we're not just getting together to talk about our lives. We're not rehashing the Sunday sermon. We are digging into scripture. We are confessing sin to each other. We are praying for each other. We are, uh, like I said, memorizing chunks of scripture. And then we have a practical response to what we've learned that week. And then we do service projects together. And we like, Hmm. just like, we really try to live out the spiritual disciplines as a community. And so that is, um, we we try to just hit all, check all the boxes, hit all the marks. And um, through that, we build really rich community. And um, so our core value, number one, is scripture as roots. And core value number two is community as fruit. So we love that scripture is what we're built on and community comes happens best when we're on mission together to know and love God and his word. Mm. Okay. So I have a question. I didn't, I didn't give you this question beforehand, but I'm assuming you can, you can be able to answer this for me because I'm, as, as I'm hearing you talk about this, like, I'm just thinking, what was little tiny baby Tara Lee like that, you know, like what happened that all of a sudden you were like, this is what I'm doing with my life. It's so important. I got to do this. Like where did that passion for God's word and teaching it come from? Was it like gradual or was it like, you know, a, you know, a brick in your face? Like what happened? I will say I always, um, I grew up in a home that the word of God was prized. Mm-hmm. My, my family owns a Christian bookstore and my first job was selling Bibles at this Christian bookstore and like imprinting people's names on them with the gold leaf, you know, all that. Yes! And so um, that it. was what I started doing when I was like, I don't know, four or five. And um, Okay. I was you- envisioning you being like 16. So <laughs> do your parents know about child labor? <laughs> I begged them to let me work. I was oh, like, I please bet. let me work there. Oh, that's um, awesome. So it, I just, I loved it and loved everything to do with it. And my dad um, is sort of a self-taught theologian. And mm-hmm. I would love to have conversations with him about it, hear what he's learning, debate with him a little bit. Um, and so I've always kind of had this this vigor for understanding scripture and talking about it. Um, I started a Bible study when I was in high school and wrote my first Bible study curriculum when I was in college and have just really kind of always been somebody who loved the word of God, but also maybe just for being honest, really like to hear myself talk. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's just like, let me tell you what I think. You yeah. Know? There's always that like underlying <laughs> other motivation that you're like, well, well, the flip side of the coin is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I love I, it. I've I gotten love to the place now where I'm like, I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I talk Can somebody else time. talk for a minute? Can take over, please? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I love it. So as you know, like, as you do this work day in and day out, 
is what is like your absolute favorite part? What keeps you going at it? What makes you most excited uh, to do it? I love it when, when, well, first of all, I love it when I learn something new mm. in a passage that I've been dwelling in for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it when the Lord reveals something new to me. And mm-hmm. just to see that the word is living and active, that lights my fire because I want to spend the rest of my life in the word of God and I never want it to get boring. I don't like to be bored. And so I, I'm going to be there every day for the rest of my life and I want it to, to I want to connect with it. And so even if it's just reminding me of something that I already knew but had forgotten or the way that, it, that the Lord is like pressing it into my current life circumstances, those things are really meaningful to me. But on top of that, I love it when someone else learn something new. So one of the things that I do, uh, I mentioned I lead trips to Israel. And uh, the first time I ever led trips, Natalie, it was so much work. It was the front end, the back end, all the everything, spreadsheets and emails and preparation and video. You were doing all, all of that? All of it. And it's in, an insane amount of work. And I remember when we got there, and I had done so much to answer people's questions beforehand. Yeah. And still on the flight, people were asking me so many questions. And I was like, that is in email three and video four. And like, <laughs> so like oh they gosh. haven't paid attention to all of the stuff I've said. It was so Did frustrating. Did you not read the email? And exactly. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is the worst. And then after day one of being there on the land and watching them just their eyes wide and their chins and just oh my goodness, this is where this happened. This is what that meant. And now I understand this and oh, I get it. And that's when I was like, that's it. I'm never not doing this. I'm doing this forever. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how Mm. frustrating it is. I'm doing this forever. I love it. Mm. I love watching people fall in love with God's word. Love Mm. it. I want to come on your trip. That sounds (laughs) amazing. How often do you go? Uh, Three or four times a year usually. Holy moly, that is a lot. I was thinking like once every two years. I used to do once a year, but with the popularity of the Bible recap, it has just uh, really dramatically increased the number of people who want to go. And I'm trying to get there as often as I can. I love it. So I'm like, (laughs) oh, cool. We could do four chips a year. Let's do four chips a year. (laughs) You know, like it's my favorite. I'm going in like two weeks going back and I am just, I'm pumped. Uh, There is nothing I think more exciting than talking to somebody who is living out their passion. Like that to me is so fun to to hear somebody just be like, this is what I get to do. And I'm so I, I wake up every day and this is what I get to talk about and write about, <laughs> think about. This is so cool. I love uh, hearing your story. Um, so our I just I just want to briefly in this first episode, because Tara Lee is going to be with us for two more episodes, but I do want to get to our verse for this month and talk just like give you even just a little bit of a foretaste of what this verse is all about. So it is the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So this idea that the eternal son of God put on flesh mm-hmm. and wanted to be with us, right? Just this idea of him dwelling with us and making himself accessible and available. Um, And I just, I love how that actually kind of ties into what you're doing with the Bible recap. Because so often Mm -hmm. when we're, you know, reading the Bible for the first time, especially, or even as like seasoned Bible readers, like there's so much in there that can be confusing or difficult or whatever. And I feel like you are sort of, imitating that role that Jesus took of like, 
no, it's about accessibility. It's about being available. Mm -hmm. And so how do you see what you do with the Bible recap as being sort of that same kind of a conduit that, that helps us to understand who God is? Because really that's why we get so excited mm -hmm. about the Bible. It's not because it's the Bible. It's because it's God, yeah. right? It's God yeah. talking mm -hmm. to us. So how, like, how do you see the Bible recap as being sort of a incarnational type of ministry? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, first of all, everything you just said is so encouraging and and humbling and just joy inducing all at the same time. Um, I love getting people over the obstacles that that keep them from drawing near to God. And I think one of those obstacles is comprehension. Um, one of those obstacles is they they think they don't have time um, or they think it's not important. And I want to get them over all those humps and show them like not only can you do this, but you can understand it. You you can read it. You can understand it, and you can love it. And so getting them over those humps and those obstacles, and that is, you know, just like Jesus is the one who it got us over the obstacle between us and the Father. And he really did. And, and so I love when I read this verse, I think about the fact that we often view God as someone who like runs from sin, like, like we're going to get him dirty. Like if we get, you know, get our sin, like, and so he's got to like turn away from it and like has to, you know, hide his face from us. And, yeah. We can't, can't see your sin. Like can't look on that. And um, scripture tells us that he, Old Testament, in the Old Testament, God sets up camp in the midst of sinners. He's not out on the fringes and like, okay, come over here once you've gotten it to get, like he sets up camp in the middle of the sinners. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus comes down and dwells on earth in the midst of sinners. He pursues sinners. He comes after us to, to get, like the only way we're going to get like over the obstacle of our sin is by him doing that, him carrying us over that, him giving us his righteousness, him paying yeah. our sin debt. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I just I love this verse and what it what it tells us about God that He set up camp among mm -hmm. sinners. And mm -hmm. that verse that the the word dwell is that same word tabernacled. It's yeah. like the same Old Testament word, and mm -hmm. um, it's it's beautiful how He He came to dwell in the midst of sinners. Mm. And we can't it. get Him dirty; He just gets us clean. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> His holiness transfers to us. That's right. Yeah. Our our sin doesn't. Well, I guess it did transfer to mm -hmm. him at one point, but um, he, he did that so that he could transfer his holiness to us. I yeah. love it. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, Tara Lee, I'm so excited to get to talk to you two more times and to yeah. really dive into this first because I know that you are an awesome Bible teacher and I'm so excited. So those of you who are listening at home or in your car or whatever, rejoin us for the next two episodes. We are really going to dive into this first. And I love that we're talking about this in December when it's really hard sometimes mm -hmm. to really find our focus on Christ. Um, so come join us again and we will just, you know, sit at the feet of the father and, and hear what he has to say to us. So I'm so excited. Thank you, Tara Lee. And for those of you who want to find her Bible recap stuff, we are going to have all the links in our show notes. So go check it out. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.